Welcome to Two Sweet Lambruscos, Long Loins Firm. <laughs> the old crack and wiggle. How's, <laughs> how's your life? It's good, man. How you doing today? I'm great. You had a fun night. I did, yeah. <laughs> wow, what a night. Went to, uh, so, so LA. Real quick, before you say that, before yeah. he tells this story, you know what I did yesterday? I no. sat on my fucking computer and took two files and wrote two papers. Oh, what did you do last night? How'd it go? Uh, long and boring. Long and firm? Long and firm. Well, I was no, I was not firm. I was slouched by the end. <laughs> I had a healthy slouch happening. I was like this. Like when I texted you, when I texted you last night. Yeah. When I said I'm going to bed, like I, I still had to stay up another hour. Ooh. Yeah. That was late. Mm-hmm. That was a long. I got to bed at three a.m. So my day was very different than that. Yeah. Uh, so I can't wait to hear about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I went to um, so you know L.A. for two years under the pandemic is just bursting at the seams, lose eating itself from the inside out, losing their minds, ten yeah. cities. Yeah. Uh, Great Depression vibe, and. Uh, that's a bad vibe. So Netflix is a joke, or comedy is a joke, the Netflix tour. Yeah, yeah, you got to see Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr. No, 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 I didn't see Bill Burr. He was on another night. Oh, um, I feel better. So they did four nights, and we were on the, the last night. Tuesday night was our last night. Okay. And so Bill Burr had done an hour on one of the other nights. Oh, man, I love him. So our lineup was Leslie Jones, uh, Michelle Wolf, whose voice is tragic, but her brain is brilliant. Um, then uh, uh, his dark materials is the new guy, the British guy. Uh, you know, what I'm talking about he's funny. Carr, Jimmy Carr. Yeah, he was really good. <laughs> um, Sebastian Maniscalco. I fucking hate him. Me too, but actually he was good. Really he was good, and it was That's a shorter good. set. I, I trust me. I I feel the same way. He it's so like effective. Every giddy from New York City <laughs> yeah. that tries to be funny. Yeah, yeah, like he had that dice yeah. dice vibe and. But the reality, but, not funny. but he was, he was great. <laughs> That's he, good. he did That's a good, good job. And then uh, fucking John Stewart, future president of America comes on and does half an hour. Wow. And it was good. I, yeah, I like John Stewart. I didn't realize his stand-up chops yeah, very funny. were that good. Yeah. Cause he's done. I know he started in that world, but he's acting and everything else. Yep. He did a great job and he, he pulled out his notes that he had written that morning, like fresh set because mm-hmm. of the whole Roe v. Wade stuff going on yeah. and, and um, all of that. And Fucking then, Iowa. Uh, huh? Fucking Iowa. Dude, we don't need to go into it. But, Add it to the list. Yeah. Ohio, Oklahoma, New Jersey, Florida, Iowa. Here's the thing, dude. That thing's not due for two more months. And what they do Flat, is they, dumb. They, sw- <laughs> they swing, they get as disparate views as possible, mm-hmm. like hypotheticals and then they whittle it down and meet in the middle that's that everyone's losing their mind over something that's not even done yet yeah (laughs) yeah so who was the headliner so then after stewart out everything all the lights go off you think Chappelle's coming out they set up a little thing a backdrop bob dylan chris rock fucking chris rock and he killed he didn't say anything about Will Smith. Good. That, that was my lead-up question. Okay, he good. fucking killed, right? So then, uh, the Jabberwockies what dance you crew. The bowl? Where were you? Yeah, the bowl. Okay. So the Jabberwockies. For you unfamiliar, that's the Hollywood Bowl. To yeah. Lay people. <laughs> yeah. Um, packed, by the way. <laughs> that's a great yeah. venue. So Jabberwockies, whatever. I could give it to. I don't care so much about their dance troupe. Jabberwockies. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. They're like some dance troupe. I think America's Got Talent or one of those shows. What is that? 
anyway, they're a dance troupe. They were fine. Okay. But I was like, oh, you know, some of these. So I was like, I was like, uh, oh man, uh, on the other show, like complaining over that lineup already, right? No, not uh, like jokingly yeah. complaining, like, yeah, 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 yeah. oh, they got Busta Rhymes on the first night, and like, you know, all that kind of <laughs> shit. <laughs> so then Rhymes. Dave oh, comes yeah, out, dude. does. A fucking hour. Oh, so Chappelle was the headliner. Yeah. Okay. And oh my god. Oh, and Jeff Ross was the host, the MC. Like the the roast guy. Yeah. And now I, I'm not a huge fan of his from what I've seen on TV, but let me tell you something. When his governor is off and he can speak like he wants mm-hmm. to, bro, he was he was he was amazing. He was so pro. That's awesome. He was hilarious. He had great jokes himself. And then, of course, he was roasting people, you know, right, uh, right. there. He invited people yeah. up to be roasted. That, that, that's the, kind of the style, of, kind of style of comedy that I'm really good at. Yeah. yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. 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 And Observational comedy. So then Dave crushes, right? Yep. And at the end of his hour, he's getting ready to say his goodbye. This fucking kid runs on stage, sprints from stage right all the way over to where Dave is, stage left, tackles him. What? Full speed. The guy was booking. Full speed. And I thought at first when I saw him running like... Because he was getting ready to do a curtain call for all the performers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought this was part of it. Like, this guy's just running up and giving him a hug. Right. No, dude. This guy fucking tackles him. Dave kind of moved to the side, but it knocked him backwards. He fell down. And Dave's in shock. Like, what the fuck? And he had just said... Dave had just said, you know, I've had to increase my security lately. Uh, because of the misunderstanding of some of my trans jokes and stuff like that. Like, yeah. if, if you had watched my whole special, The Closer, right. you would know that I have no issue with trans right. folks. Right. But people just... People would turn it off 20 minutes in. Yeah, they, yeah. they get so incensed. I think people like that would have a sense of humor by now. Like, why are you watching it? This right. isn't a documentary. This right. is if a you're comedy. you're that easily thin-skinned yeah. and that easily offended, why are you watching oh, stand-up comedy? I will say this, too. All of those people I mentioned that performed mm-hmm. were resplendent in their ability to say this is a fucking joke right and this is what is going on and this is what it really is and this that they were they all had really funny poignant yeah poignant yeah, uh, because they're all fucking intelligent people that are aware and, and let me tell you something the whole bowl packed to the gills laughing mm-hmm. realizing like okay things are Things aren't as gnarly as the news will make them appear. Right, and, 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 and that's that, that's all we need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so then Dave kind of like gets up immediately. Security bum rushes this guy that tackled Dave. Yep. And they there's kind of a, a backdrop with a big screen, mm-hmm. and the stage is huge there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and so behind they kind of follow like the lights dim, but you see all the people running behind the screen. Yeah. And they've corralled this guy. Uh-huh. And then that mob starts moving out behind the screen over up against one of the walls on the stage. Right. They are stomping the fuck out of this kid. Really? Oh, and Dave even runs back and gets in a few kicks of his own. <laughs> Bro. And 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 then he this they're not moving, so like it's going on. So Dave comes up. So he goes, oh, for, I, in my 35 years in comedy, this has never happened. Right. He goes, but I've always wanted to uh, stomp, stomp somebody backstage. I finally <laughs> got to. And he goes, Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx jumped on. Come back. Jamie, come out Jamie here. Fox. And Jamie Hell Foxx. Jamie yeah, Foxx. He was in the audience. Yeah. And he's got this one of those big uh, Django hats on. <laughs> and he goes, that's right, folks. 
whenever there's tr- whenever somebody's in trouble, Jamie Foxx shows up in his sheriff's hat, and uh, Chris Rock comes out. And he's like, "Was that Will Smith?" And uh, so they're making light of it or whatever, bro. As we we exited on the north side of the bowl around backstage, and uh, you see the ambulance, you see like the cop presence, mm-hmm. dude. I saw a video on Twitter of what they did to this guy. <laughs> like his arm is like he's 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 effed up, dude. But apparently he had a replica gun that if you press the right button a knife came out oh yeah i've seen that. and they said he had that gun in his hand as he was running on stage so i didn't see that we were far enough away how did somebody get to security with that and get on stage because there's all that but that was my question too it was yeah. like this like you've got how do you not have security posted at the very front of the stage right ready to intercept anything at any time like be vigilant but anyway the guy got to dave tackled him and then paid paid the price arrested and then charged with assault with a deadly weapon right yeah that dude's going away Uh, oh yeah he's he's a 23 year old kid named uh, isaiah lee what yeah um wow yeah i wonder why i wonder what his beef was well anyway well so i read the news article this morning yeah Instantly, they're trying to paint it like transgender phobe, Dave Chappelle comedian, and and the guy had a gun. And I'm telling you, dude, I saw instantly what I saw with my eyes, and how they they are portraying it. Right. And these are people that weren't there. Media sensationalism. It was yeah appalling. Right. Like, it's so fucked where you can take four variables and put them into your own equation. Right. Like this is true. This is true. This is true. This is true. You put those four things together. And it equals right. something that sounds true, but I guarantee you I was right. there, it was not. Yeah, and, and that that is the problem. Like, this whole, um, you know, everybody has a say now with social media, and everybody can say what they want to say, and people are going to decide that a joke that somebody says on stage, how that is an affliction to them, like how that triggers them, and how they're wrong for doing that. Yeah, It's like, you paid money to see this person. Unless you're unaware of yeah. what stand-up comedy is, yeah. there's no excuse. Yeah. And the media takes that even further. And and, 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 and how they embellish and, and uh, sensationalize things, it, it's fucking, like, it blows my mind. They are ruining, they are ruining comedy. Yeah. They are ruining the Well, they ability. ruin anything they put their fingers on. Yeah, they're ruining the ability to tell jokes. Yeah. You know, Daniel Tosh fucking said it perfectly. He was like, you know, uh, he's like, I, I, I could differentiate between comedy and reality. You know? Yeah. I get paid to fucking say funny things. Yeah. And like, and that's why, and this is stuff, that's actually, this is actually something I wanted to talk about. If, if, if somebody, um, like people that I know, like when I was when I was in my last relationship, I met a lot of people that I, I didn't like, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I put up with it because apparently yeah. that's the grown up thing to do. That's what you do, yeah. Well, that's what most people do. It's not what I did. Yeah. Um, I did it first, but then I was just like, you know what? I'm like, fuck this. So, um, you know, people would find out that like, oh, I used to do stand up comedy or that I do a podcast. And when people come up to me and they say, oh, my friends say that I'm really funny, just know that I hate you <laughs> with a passion. Mm-hmm. And the whole time you're speaking after that statement, I'm imagining in my head the funniest way to kill you. <laughs> if people tell you your 
you're funny, yeah. they're being nice. You're yeah. not fucking funny. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you're really funny. Oh, really? am I? Nah. Nah, not no, really. you're not. Yeah. And uh, people that are funny, that know that they're funny, that have like you know made their living being funny, they don't need to be told that they're funny. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows they're funny. Mm-hmm. You know. And it's like, okay, so your friends say that you're really funny. Do they also tell you that you're very easily offended and have delicate, delicate sensibility? Because yeah. I just made a joke about something you didn't agree with, and you're taking it personally. Yeah. That's not what a funny person does. Yeah. A funny person will either laugh or be like, yeah, that joke sucks. Yeah. Well, you know, Work some, on it. something that's dawning on me as you're talking about this. Um, so the, the long form interview or conversations that can be had on podcasts Mm -hmm. is starting to help shift a pendulum back because people aren't sound bites i'm doing god's work (laughs) lord knows (laughs) Uh, but it it forces people to um to to take the whole picture and not just a piece of the picture right? right and so news now you know, it used to be like the Saturday Evening Post or the Times or the Sunday paper. They'd have these long form articles mm-hmm. where people would sit down and actually read and ingest and digest and then mull over for the whole week until a new article came out on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pace was slower, things were slower. But you might have a few sensational things written right. in that article. Yeah. But it was encapsulated in a broader picture right. of the whole story. Mm-hmm. And when you have these snippets and like uh, the news sources that are blurbs that are yeah looking for headlines and yeah. things like that, there, I, I was there. I saw the whole show. I saw the whole thing, right. and I saw that guy getting carted into the ambulance, and then I saw the picture the next morning of what this guy looked like after he got beat the piss beat out of him, mm-hmm. and I can tell you, just those articles, dude. They they. They just go for they think they're cutting away the dross to keep the gems, but when you do that, you are uh, you're cutting out the reasoning behind all of it, and then you've yep. also cut out the reason yep. the, the conversation, the ability to have a conversation about something that is sensational. Mm-hmm. And like when you're when people are that like indefatigable and they they really want to like their voice has to be the loudest. Mm-hmm. That's the problem that we were encountering now with the death of printed media. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're right. I used to, like, do every, like, when I lived back home, I would read the Boston Globe every day. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, my parents up, got the LA Times. Yeah, we, exactly. read it every I, day. I read that now, too. Um, I actually had a subscription to the Boston Globe when I first moved out here for, like, the first year I was here. Uh-huh. Like, they would have it sent here. You yeah. know, it was expensive. And that's why I stopped because I'm like, wow, I'm like, yeah, I do really do like reading this. But to have like a cross country subscription, that's when I started, you know, reading more of the um, the Times. And you know what else is good? The Sacramento Bee. Mm-hmm. That's actually a good one too because you know with the Capitol building there, that's kind of like California's Washington Times. Yeah. Know? And uh, with, with the death of print and people just going online now because we have such a short attention span, mm-hmm. we just read a little, like I said, a little snippet, a little blurb, and oh, that's what happened. Yeah. Like that's Twitter is not helping anybody. Yeah. You know, it's a great platform for somebody like me. Quick, succinct, you know, da da da. Just many characters. I'm great at Twitter. Yeah. But that's not a good place to get a news source. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it is. You, you click a link and you know go to the actual article. But um, when I'm when I'm online now and I'm looking for something to read and it's something that is um, 
that I really want empirical data of, mm-hmm. I'll go on. I'll go to my to fucking Syracuse's website and sign into my student portal and fucking go read scholarly articles. Yeah, because it's, you know? it's like almost it's harder and harder to find. And then you heard about this uh, uh, this new czar of misinformation they're putting into place. I mean, dude, that's some uh, Nazi shit to be honest. And I'm not trying to be sensationalistic. Yeah. It's just the truth. Yep. If you've got somebody curating the news, yeah. as opposed to free speech, which is our mm-hmm. first, first oh, amendment, dude, dude, the first amendment right is deader than the parents on potty of five. Yeah, you know, like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, I did not see that coming. That's pretty good yeah. for all you kids out there. Uh, Scott Wolf. I don't recommend going back and watching that show, but it is a reference from the nineties. It's, it's it's worth Nev Campbell in her fucking horrible it's worth nev campbell in her heyday and then the her sister is like a mini nev campbell uh she's so hot lacy charbonnet oh i don't know sherbert lacy sherbert that's like that's like one of two shows when i was a kid when i was younger that i would watch on mute just so i could jerk off that and the craft not the craft the one with the witches with rose mcgowan yeah, that's before that the, the internet, that's a movie. before the internet came in hot yeah. and bothered. Well, I mean, I would watch it like they'd have replays on WB because when the, when that show was on, whatever the hell it's called. Oh, dude, I was in high school. That Aerosmith video uh, uh, with Alicia Silverstone and uh, Liv Tyler. I think that he was banging his daughter. I don't think that's true. That's that's not happen. That didn't happen. I'm not going to sit here and let you defend Aerosmith. Fuck that band. They're from Boston. No, they're not. They're from Yonkers, New York. They are? Yeah. Why are they claim Boston? They got their start in Boston. Fucking losers. Hey, man. Some New Yorkers decided to go on up to Boston and... and we don't like that. Make a run at it. <laughs> you guys played at your fucking Fenway Park. <laughs> you guys played at your Fenway Park. That's such a bad shot. Oh, dude, I thought your Celtics were in big trouble after that first game. And then I, I didn't see the whole game, cause, but we had some barbecue before we went to the show. They scored 38 points in the first half. Yeah, dude. I yeah. saw that they were up by 20 with two minutes yeah. left in the second yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I think they are see, back on track. That's why people – you know what? We're going to take a quick break, um, but when we come back, we'll talk about that. I also want to talk about um, uh, misuse of uh, – Naga hide. Of <laughs> And Ticonderoga Warriors. I'm going to talk about uh, how, how I, I, I took a, a, a simple house task and, and made it perverted. Oh, good on you. Yeah. All right, so we'll be right back. You got a shit? No, no, no. Welcome back to Two Sweet Lambruscos. Polly Firm, Sleepy Loins. <laughs> oh, shit. Oops, sleepy loins. Um, so I, 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 I uh, since since I, um, I, I moved to California, I, I've been and, and, and lived in this house. I've been forced to be more handy around the house, like fixing things. Mm-hmm. So uh, the other day, you are the house manager. I am the house man. I manage, I manage a house. Not for long though. Um, so my, <laughs> so um, my boss came over. And um, I, I was fixing something. I, I was I was um, fixing the uh, a draw to my dresser because the, the front part of had detached from the slats that you pull out. And so I was. Um, she's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, just some big hand jobs you can do around the house." <laughs> and he was like, "What?" Huh? And I'm like, "Dude, like, 
jobs with my hands, like hand jobs. And he's like, okay. You're giving yourself a hand job. And then, like, I don't know how, because this wasn't me being funny. Then, like, the light in my head clicked on. <laughs> yeah, what you were saying. I was like, oh, I'm not doing hand jobs. I'm <laughs> working with my hands. And he's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I'm like, all right. Well, then why are your pants off? <laughs> why are you doing it with just shoes on? Yeah. Because the floor gets slippery. <laughs> yeah, you need traction. Um, and so I, I, was, I was sitting there, and I'm like, oh, boy. And uh, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to run with this. So, um, like, throughout the day. I would be like, hey, does anybody got, you guys have any hand jobs you need done in your room? I got my tools out, and they're all just like, what the fuck, Rosie? <laughs> like, he's cracking up, man. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so that was like a running joke for a whole day. Dude. You know, like sometimes when like, a, like, like a, a joke will like stop being funny and annoying? That never happened with this. Like, it was a good joke. So at the end of the day, I was like, all right, I'm done. I left on a high note. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, good. I'm going to wash go. these hands and yeah, then the uh, next, call it a then, day. Then today, um, someone else tried to use the joke, and I'm like, you just completely ruined it. Now it's dead. Now, now, like, you, you took a joke, a good joke, <laughs> that I'm the only person in this house that can really make them. Wah, 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 wah. And you wow. fucking just dug its hole, buried it, and killed it. And he's like, well, I thought it was funny. I'm like, it was funny yesterday. But when I said, all right, I'm done. Have a good night. That's where the joke ended. Mm, put it to bed. I'm like, you do that shit again. And they're like, all right. You're going to get a foot like, job. No hand jobs except for me. Like, see, it's funny again. <laughs> Resurrected. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's, there's gonna hear, you're going to hear a lot of this uh, probably for the next month or so. But, yes, NBA playoffs. Um, the Celtics bounce back, completely shut down that fucking big, dumb Greek guy. And, he's a uh, good boy. He's a good, clean boy. He's not a good, clean He's boy. just not on your team, but he's a good, No, clean. he's a fucking cocky fuck on the court. He got shut down the entire game. And after the game, he's not giving the fucking Celtics any credit. That's not sportsmanship. Oh, you didn't play very well. No, you did play well. You got shut down by our defense. Man up and say, fucking crackerjack. Speaking of which, um, what? Um, when I was a kid, we'd have like movie nights at my house with my family. And um, my dad did not allow crackerjacks in the house. He's like, we'll eat poppycock. He's like, Cracker Jack? That's a racist sounding fucking food. Yeah. I don't want it in my house. Poppycock's a little weird too, but it is better. I, my dad would rather have a, 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 it a, is gay, a gay aura in the house than yeah. a racist one. Yeah. <laughs> Eat your poppycock and shut up. Yeah. All right, Dad. Yes, sir. Is this why all our sisters are gay? <laughs> Pop that cock. And don't you ever bring a yeah. cracker in here. You put again. that delicious sticky poppycock in your mouth <laughs> yeah. and you swallow it down. It's sort of sweet. It's sort of salty. <laughs> it's, sort of sweet. it's just the way it should be. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Antetokounmpo is, is a great player. I have, I have no problem with Giannis Antetokounmpo. I, I think that he is, like you said, he is a good, he is good for the sport. Yeah. You know, he's not a fucking braggadocious, uh, you know, larger than life kind of guy. Like that dude knows he's the best player in the NBA. Yeah. You'd never know it from talking to him. Dude, he's he he does things that for a guy that size, you, you just rarely see it. And he got shut down by six foot nine Grant Williams. Yeah. And like, dude, fucking anytime Horford was in the game, they just took on the out. Yeah. They could not score. Dude, Horford and Williams, I, I dude, they are so good defensively. Like, so good. Dude, Horford was shutting down guards. 
Centers aren't good at guarding guards. Yeah. They're not. He is. Like, his defensive skill at 35 years old and just how well. Is that how old he is? Yeah. Dang, got it. Yeah, guy. dude. Yep. And, and we shut them down, and Marcus Smart, the defensive player of the year, was out because he hurt his leg. Oh. Is that how he landed weird on it? Is that what it was? Mm-mm. Oh, I don't know. No, no, no. The first game, he, uh, he got a shoulder stinger, but he also got a, a, a contusion. He, he, he should be fine for game three, but we did that without the defensive player of the year. Yeah. Grant Williams and Al Horford, and dude, Jalen Brown had 25 points in the first half. Whoa. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, man, this team, that first game, I think, the reason why nobody in Boston was freaking out, or like, of course, the media. Oh, they're in trouble. Like Charles Barkley. Oh, I'm not going to win a game this series. You fucking retard. That's why you never won a championship, because you give up. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that whole, like, dude, that whole TNT, NBA on TNT, only person I like on that whole panel is Shaq. Because Shaq is the fucking man. He is the man. He's the fucking man, dude. He's when he man. signed that one-year contract with Boston, the big shamrock, come on. <laughs> fucking come is that what on, he dude. Himself? Yeah. He's the fucking best. And, like, people who don't like Shaq, like, I'm a Celtics fan through and through, die hard. Like, I mean, dude, the guy was a fucking force. Dude, he, he And was... he talks so much shit. When people are saying dumb shit like Bockley did, Shaq's like, what game are you watching? Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna judge this on one game, the best defensive team in the league, and Bockley was like, I still, I I still buy it, and it's like, okay, all right. I think uh, go hang out with Kyrie. Shaq is that rare example of a of a a guy that has all the gifts and tools that puts it all together, mm-hmm. and then remains humble. Yep. And gives yep. back, yep. and that's like a what you call a real, unique, true leader. Right, and that's why this is something that people didn't understand. Like Kobe was able to win without Shaq because he's Kobe. Mm-hmm. He could have, dude. If it was just me, Kobe, and like three guys from this house, he'd still fucking have win. a fighting chance. Yeah. Right, right. And um, the thing is, like, when he was paired with Kobe, they were unstoppable. Mm-hmm. That's why they won. Then he goes to Miami, and he's there with Dwayne Wade. He made Dwayne Wade so much better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like people don't like. People think well, and that's a position that, uh, like, you know, Kareem, uh, him, Shaq being him. Uh, these, you know, these guys are some of the best athletes and players to ever play the game. But the way the game is played. They're not bringing the ball down the court, right? So you it's need a different game now. Yeah, yeah. You need yeah. somebody to feed them underneath, mm-hmm. and you need somebody to, uh, uh, to to be able to kick it out for that guy to make the shot. If, if that's what the Celtics are so good at. Yeah, Tatum has changed his game, dude. He defensively, he's grown like, dude. He has. It's a complete one eighty. Yeah. And the way that they're feeding the ball to Williams and Horford underneath, because mm-hmm. everyone's a frick, because they have such good three-point shooters. Mm-hmm. They're fucking, dude, I'm telling you, man. This team, is, is there's something magical about this team, man. And the way that they came back after getting pretty much fucking just beat up on in game one, and Adoka just watched. That game, okay, we lost one. Here's our game plan for game two. Yeah. Shut him down. So then in the West, you got what, Phoenix? Oh, my God, the Grizzlies. That Grizzlies-Golden State game was unbelievable. Yeah, I like that John Moran. 46 points. What? Against the Warriors. The fucking Warriors. I mean, I, the Warriors or whatever. They're, they're the if Warriors. If the Grizzlies beat them, dude, but I, I hope 
Ja Morant. I hope it's Boston Memphis. Dude, Ja is yeah. the man. Yeah, that kid is unbelievable. He's so cool to watch, dude. That guy, he's did, really did you exciting. Did get a chance to see him play and in then, college? And then, um, I know you were talking shit on Chris Paul, but mm-hmm. he's taken more... Oh, no, that wasn't you. That was someone at work. Um, but uh, he, he is, he's taken he more a, teams... He is a foreskin. <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't realize. So the guy, one of the guys I went to the game uh, show with last night, mm-hmm. was telling. He's a huge, huge. By the way, from Ohio, he's a huge uh, um, basketball fan, and he was he's telling. Friends with this guy. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Uh, Is he, he? Yeah, but he hasn't been in Ohio in years. Um, but he you take the boy out of Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's a diehard. He's like, look, bro, I'm a. Ooh, who's he? Cleveland. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. They actually had a good year. If if Ricky Rubio never got hurt. I, I do believe that the Cavs would have... Um, well, I didn't realize the of, Suns were as good as they are. Yeah, he, the Suns he, are very good. He was saying the Sun. He thinks the Suns or Golden State, but I, I guess Memphis had a good show of it yeah, last night. I, I think uh, Memphis, Golden State, and uh, I'm not worried about Dallas. I'm not worried about... Um, yo, fuck, I don't even know. But Memphis, Phoenix, and Golden State, those three teams... Like one of those three are, are going to be in the finals in the West. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't see any way around it, you know. And then who's left in the East? Uh, Boston, uh, Milwaukee, Miami, and Philadelphia. Philadelphia um, is without uh, Embiid. Uh, Embiid. James Harden's an egotistical fuck. He is. Yeah, of course. And um, every you time. Did you see that guy's beard and realize that what a team player he is with that beard? Yeah, it's like it's a look at me, market me. I um, I um, approach when I, when I was tutoring at uh, Long Beach State in Golden West. I was tutoring a dude named Andy Andrew, and he went to the same school as Harden. Mm-hmm. He went to school at uh, Lakewood. Uh-huh. James Harden. Oh, is he, he from Lakewood? Yeah, and he was like that dude was so fucking modest and humble. Yeah, and he's like. I don't know. Like he's like that's not the dude that I knew. He got Kardashianed up. He was like he was older than he was like I guess he was a senior and my buddy when Andrew was a uh, freshman. Yeah. And um, yeah, because he he went to the military so he was in college late. Yes. He was older, Andrew. Yeah. He he was telling me about it and he was like, yeah, dude. He's like he he that was not the person that I knew. Like he was gracious. He was humble. I'm like, so what? He let the money go to his head. He's like, he's just fucking. He's so full of himself. Yeah. Like. You know, the Kardashians are, are a deal with the devil. When you, I fucking love the Kardashians. Oh, Lord. I, dude, yeah, you've not been keeping up with them? Oh, God. I, I, I try not to. Dude, my ex and I would watch that show for like five, six hours at a time. We would just be laying there like... I know this is a comedy podcast. Are you for real? <sighs> Fuck. They are all out of their fucking minds. Of course they that are. That is the best which is why you don't. Value. Which is why you don't watch and give them advertising money. I watch it because... You want to know why? No. It's like, dude, it's mindless fucking fun. We're not sitting there being like, oh, they're making some good poignant points about life. We should follow their philosophy. No. We're sitting there laughing. No. Nope. You got a fucking dickless dude that used to win marathons. Hard no. <laughs> sitting there. Hard no. Telling these fucking entitled rich bitches. Like, I just can't, dude. Listen, life. man. Listen, man. There are two ways to feel better about yourself. Mm-hmm. Two ways. Yeah, watch the Kardashians. No. Yep. Role models or low models. Low with models. a role model, 
you work hard based on some seemingly unattainable goal that somebody somebody has done and you go you know what i'm gonna work my tail off to get as close as i can to that and maybe even surpass it that's a role model and then the gifts come from within cast aspersions fuck the kardashians Kardashians. (laughs) i'm sure they're sweet humans but fuck them i don't know enough about them thank christ but what i'm saying is low models low models are yeah your favorite little bipolar don't hey, musical nymph don't pick on someone because they have mental illness dude I have there's plenty of BP in in my family including hi butter product no but he's off his meds <laughs> but he's the best he's something I love him say what you want about the guy someone that can accrue that much fucking wealth in like start a clothing company. Build a sustainable fucking church. Dude, the guy is not... He's, I, I love him. I know I you. Love him. No shit. <laughs> Don't tread on ye. Oh, God. So low models make you feel better because they're doing shit you think you would never do. No, no, that, but we're still the, funneling money in there. Seriously. Oh, thank Christ. It's but just, I asked you directly. Yeah, we just watch it because it's. Uh, I, I did you not hear me say mindless entertainment? Do you know what happens when you watch any of their shit? They get money. Good. So you're feeding the beast. Good. I don't give a fuck. Oh. The world's gonna end soon anyway. I don't give a shit. Well, that's a positive outlook. You know our program is all about willingness to do what we can and acceptance and not change the world, change ourselves. I accept them as the hilarious entertainment value that it is. I'm not sitting there drawing life lessons off of fucking Courtney Kardashian. Dude, you might as well just watch a monkey trying to fuck an electric fence. I've done that before. They just keep going. No, no, no electric fence. He was, I think he was chomping a banana peel. I saw one where he humps a frog. <laughs> Either way, I don't watch it because it felt I, weird. I didn't like it. Yeah, I don't know. But they are they they black athletes really need to smarten up though. Like every time one of them. No, but they're like, here, you want all this gold, and then they right. touch you. Ben Simmons ruined. Dude, this is like a Lamar fable. Odom, it's a ruined. fable. It's a Greek yeah. tragedy. Bush, the Kardashians ruined. are a Greek tragedy. Yeah. They're like, here, we'll give you the bag, but in return, your soul. Right. It's, it's Lamar uh, Odom's found thing? smoking crack in a brothel in Vegas. No, not even Vegas. Out like 100 miles away from Hemet? Vegas. <laughs> the Hemet of Nevada. <laughs> it's all Hemet. Fucking A, man. Um, what was that? Um, that Faust, po- Faust. that Faust. poor guy's buying homes across the street. Dude, that is like classic stalker behavior. That's so awesome. And, and the LAPD is like, ha, what an extrovert. What a, what a mercurial little rascal. He's like, Across so, the street. So here's what I'm going to say about Kanye, and and I he I makes actually, great music. I, I I beyond music, his his um his downward spiral with his mental health began when his mother Donna died. Yeah, but he also got in that accident, which gave him some serious head trauma. Right, and 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 people are sitting here saying, oh, but, but that crazy so, bipolar. He guy. is so. Yeah, I, look, dude, I, I'm not joking about. I, I was joking about bipolar. I, clearly touched a nerve there look i've been i don't need to go into my medical history i don't you don't touch a nerve i just don't think it's 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 uh no my cast po- dispersions on people for m- that. my point in saying that is that he's surrounded by people that don't seek to give him help what they do is they say yes because he makes so much money because he is so creative yeah they're allowing him 
to live out his final his his wildest fantasies along those medically induced lines and what ends up happening is instead of protecting him from himself at times in those hypermanic phases this is just what your your uh this perception is, this is, yeah this yeah and perception. i'm entitled to it you know you are you are and that that's 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 the point i want to get to it's like i don't look to Kanye. it's like look what will he do next what will he do next yeah. like, dude he's gonna hurt himself i don't i don't i don't think that he claimed to love this guy like get him some help he's he's and I, that's why i'm so supportive of him because people like they they want to paint someone as the clown or the victim or you know the martyr or this or that i don't look at things like that i don't look at people individuals like that i look at people and individuals as you know this the same kind of entity that i am we're just here we're all trying to survive in this world and it's a fucked up world because right you were now. just saying when i sat down that you don't you think everybody i do walks around being entitled I, I, and they do and then you don't they like do. them I don't. But what, I'm, what I'm saying is, though, that we're all individuals, we're all entities. And yeah, I can think like, oh, I don't like this guy or whatever. That doesn't mean that I wish harm on them or that I, I want something bad to happen to them. It's just like, dude, like, we're not all supposed to connect. And people try to force that on you. That's what I don't like. It's the same. It's, it, it's a human proselytizing, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, you're from the East Coast? I'm from Florida. Yeah, great. So what? Uh -huh. You know, okay. like you, you, there's no connection, and people try to force that. That's what I don't like. That's my caveat right now. But when people, when these celebrities, we have no idea the pressure it is to be a celebrity. We have no idea the pressure that comes with having all this money and constantly having people following you and taking pictures of you and painting their own pictures of what your life is, mm -hmm. you know, to make money. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. I don't want to know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a bigger problem than the people in Kanye's camp, the people that he surrounds himself with. We don't know those people personally. No, we don't. We don't know what their intentions but, but are. But I would say this. I would say this, right? Um, By the way, thanks for the Red Bull. You're welcome. So, so, uh, so I, I'm not trying to pick on anyone, but what I'm saying is with his particular Stop case. Stop picking on Brittany. Look, free Brittany. <laughs> so Kanye... He's like a billionaire. Yeah. And you you gave him kudos for that, building that empire. From how he made his money. From how he made yeah. his money. Yeah. And who bought his products? Everybody. The public. Yeah. Right? Like, I think uh, someone like J.K. Rowling, people know her, especially in the UK, they know her face. I don't even know who that is. She, oh, the Harry Potter Harry girl? Potter. Okay, yeah. The one that hates trans people? <sighs> Isn't that like her thing? No, she... It's just this along the same lines of what we were talking. No, I'm not. I'm not. The, I'm not saying that. I mean, if she picked, she's entitled to have whatever view she wants. But it, didn't something come up with that? I'm saying. Yeah, she was just saying that. Um, she, she doesn't she, like trans people. She, she didn't say she doesn't like them. She just she doesn't had, care for them. I don't. I don't. I actually, I don't want to misquote it. I don't even want to go down that road. Not because I'm scared to go down that road. <laughs> it's just pointless. Yeah, I, I know nothing about the girl. Here's what I know about her. She wrote Harry Potter. That's what I know about her. Yeah. That came from somewhere. That doesn't... That's, that's even worse than me hating trans people. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, J.K. Rowling's medium... Her, yeah. Okay, actually, let's, let's just put it back onto music. Sia. Who? Sia. 
I don't know what that is. She's an amazing singer and writer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking okay. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. So Sia... Decided, CIA? SIA. Uh, I'm not sure I know who you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. So she decided... She, she is one of us in the program. And when she first started getting uh, famous, she's from Australia, in her wow. 20s... Wow, she's colorful. Yeah, in her 20s, etc., she was... Uh, She's very talented. She had a lot of promise. She had a little bit of a record deal going and uh-huh. some a little bit of international fame, not so much here. She's Australian. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, but not so much fame here in the States. And then she went down the dark road of addiction, alcoholism, mm-hmm. got sober, but still wanted to make music, but now her music is made about things like themes. She goes on a theme, and they're usually positivity and... Uh, you know, like one of her lines is, um, I don't need no money. I, uh, I don't need no pills to have fun tonight. Um, you know, she's uplifting. Her music has that theme. So she mm-hmm. did the hard work of finding out who she really is, getting clean and sober, getting the help that she needed because she has on this one side this mercurial, God-given gift mm-hmm. to sing and write music, like otherworldly because she is at the top point zero 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 one percent of yeah, the pop she's game. she's all over the news right now. Yeah. But then on the other side of that, right, uh-huh. is the dark side of that. Because wherever there's great talent, there's great valleys. Right. right. So she's just, she lives a broader life, not unlike our boy here, Kanye. Mm-hmm. So she started being around feeding the light, like the healthy dog in her and not the devil dog. And got that help. Yeah, <laughs> they're delicious. They are. Um, so she started getting that help. So then when she came back, mm-hmm. because music is such a part of her, she decided to hide her face. So like a Muslim? She had like bangs on these big wigs and things. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And, and her bangs yeah. would come down to like her nose. So you didn't, you'd see her mouth because she's a singer, but it was and no all longer. You really need from a woman? Yeah, come on. It was no longer <laughs> about, it was no longer about fame on that level Mm -hmm. so that when she goes out in public she's selling music and that is part of her musical character she doesn't need to be a billionaire she's a millionaire (laughs) she did that chandelier song yeah she wrote that okay she wrote uh diamonds by rihanna she bought that one rihanna yeah chris brown's punching bag that's right yeah his uh, workout partner (laughs) his sparring partner she wasn't she didn't realize they were gonna spar but yeah, that wasn't part of the agreement, I bet. But he heard a bell and just started swinging. <laughs> swinging. Fucking guy. I, I, um, yeah, that, that's an inspirational story. I'm actually going to uh, look into her more. Dude, um, her, her, her music's legit. Yeah, I, I, I've never had a problem with... Um, so, just to button real quick. Yeah. Kanye, I love him. He's fine. He's just a guy living his life. But... If you're a billionaire, that means people are buying the products you're selling. Yeah. Whether it's music, shoes. Sex. Sex, multimedia, yeah. whatever he does yep. to make that money and that industry. So when you start having that engine that is producing all of yeah. this money, yep. you're going to have people right. throwing gasoline and other things right. into that that aren't necessarily with your best interest in mind right. because they're feeding their family off that shit. Right. So are those people... Do those people have his best interests at heart? Or are they happy to milk him while he's producing Definitely and then get rid know. of him like like trash when when it's all when he dries up? I, I bet shoot that, him in the head, take him out, tie him yeah. to a tree and shoot him in the head. That's not That's very old yellow. 
Yeah. Yeah, because it, this tool is no longer producing. This right. flower is no longer blooming. I bet if Kanye and I were friends, we'd be like Versus Sia, who has just like one partner that she makes music with. Yeah. And they just, she he comes over every day to have their tea, and they just start playing. She she can control that environment. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I think that, honestly, I'm not just saying this because I'm a fan, but I, I really... I really think that if Kanye and I hung out, I think that we would like each other because I'm not the kind of person who's, I'm not like, I'm like not at your house because I need something or want something. I'm just glad to be hanging out with somebody that I find interesting, that I can have a conversation with that wants nothing in return from me. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I think would be cool about being friends with somebody that you respect as a, as a musician or an artist. It's like, they don't want anything from me. If they're hanging out with you, obviously they think you're cool, mm-hmm. you know, because they're not trying to. They're not going to go, hey, can I borrow twenty bucks? Yeah, you're fucking Kanye West. Why do you need to borrow twenty bucks? Is everything all right? You know, they're not like out to like gain anything from you. And I think that when that's reciprocated, that's when people let their guard down and they are able to just be themselves. When there's not a camera rolling or a microphone on you or a light in your face, you know, I think that people are 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 guarded when that's the situation. Especially when it's unsolicited. And I, I think that nobody really understands the real content of somebody's character when they're in the spotlight. So so last night, Dave Chappelle was... Uh, I know, heard he got tackled. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so Dave, <laughs> when Dave Chappelle's Chappelle show started... Yeah. All those oh, guys at Electric... Brennan? Huh? The thing with Neil Brennan? The yeah. The, that little show they had, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm saying, but no, no, no. What I'm saying is, falling out. I mean, yeah. So musically, though, uh, that whole first season was basically the four stories of Electric Ladyland, with Questlove mm-hmm. and, and the Roots playing on all these albums, like mm-hmm. D'Angelo, Badu, Most Def. Uh, Jill Scott. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Black Star finished the mm-hmm. show last night. I mean, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Holly Quali and fucking Most Def were there. They did three songs. Why would you leave that out when you told me about the story in the beginning? Uh, we got sidetracked. So. I guess oh, they have a new album man. dropping yesterday, which is what they were there to promote. So yeah, but but it's amazing. Buster Rhymes was there on one of the nights. Badu was on one of the nights, and uh, we were hoping for. She is I a, was hoping for D'Angelo. She is a Nubian princess. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she is gorgeous. She is. She's black licorice. I would eat. She is. And I don't like black licorice. Beautiful. Um, I would eat that black licorice. I think you're not the only. Man and woman to feel <laughs> the, that the way. only creamer yeah. that would have lighten up that coffee. Yeah. So uh, I think that you are definitely uh, in a majority. Been single for a, a ma- little too long. A majority yeah. on that sentiment. Um, but he talked about um, when Kanye would just start showing up at these sessions because he was still getting his feet under him. Yeah, as a producer. I, I've heard him talk something similar to that. Yeah, and there's a few interviews and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So I, I look at the 30,000-foot view. Pete Davidson showed up on one of the nights. Mm-hmm. Pete Davidson has a Netflix special, so perhaps business-wise, he was this was sponsored by Netflix. So maybe, you know, they produced his movie, they produced his mm-hmm. comedy stand-up special. So maybe he's sort of forced to be there. So maybe Dave Chappelle would rather have Kanye there. But... I saw all those dudes show up over the four uh, days that this festival was happening, that this tour was happening, and Kanye didn't show up to any of them. And Pete Davidson. Well, if you're friends with somebody from the beginning of your career, 
Well, bro, but we don't know what all and the he obligations gave, he may have. Dave Chappelle gave that guy his first on-screen. Yeah. Dave, on the Chappelle Show season one, mm-hmm. that's where Kanye first yeah. was, was introduced to the public en masse. Real, real quick before you continue the story, have you watched Genius? The three-part Kanye special on Netflix that is that his buddy Cootie is just him record. Check that out. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll check yeah, it out. Yeah. But go ahead. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that I I, I know everything about all no, that. No, no, but I'm saying I'm like that, saying that, that may give you some perspective into why Kanye wasn't there. Yeah. You know. I think I think that whatever Kanye does, by his very nature, is 100 percent, and sometimes that 100 percent goes down a road that he feels is right. And it and everyone else agrees, and it turns into really some genius like he, art and music a lot of and moving parts when Kanye is creating something. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah, you know. Have you ever seen uh, his when he when he um, when he released the Life of Pablo, um, which people are saying was a comeback album? I don't know why they say that because the album before that, Ye, was one of the most critically acclaimed albums ever released like top to bottom back to front it was like it got widespread critical acclaim so comeback album i don't fucking like to think of it as that but it was it was a great album you know and when he was promoting that he just got like a bunch of people together people like in his camp just people from the street come on in and he just filled up fucking mercedes-benz stadium it was just singing the album Jumping up and down, laughing, having a good time. Everybody was singing along. Mm-hmm. It was like one of those moments where he looked genuinely happy. Yeah. After since his after, like since the passing of his like, mother, everything he does is for that moment. Mm-hmm. But there's so much bullshit surrounding that moment when you finally get to be on stage for an right. hour, hour and a half, whatever right. the show is. There's so much that goes yeah, into that. The public is, is 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 has been very unfair to him and a lot of other people. I think so, and yeah. I, I think I, I think about like people are already talking uh, this morning on the news articles about uh, Dave Chappelle saying I think that was a trans man when he got tackled. Mm-hmm. This guy just got tackled. Mm-hmm. We talk about that pressure. He's increased right. security. Right. He's at an open air right. venue that seats however. And some psycho charges you and tackles with, you on stage. Turns out a replica with a gun with a weapon. With a weapon. With a weapon. Yeah. And you don't know who this is. You ha- you've come to the. This is the end of the fourth day at the very end of a three-hour right. show. Right. And you're actually calling people on stage. So when somebody does come on stage and runs at you for a second, you think maybe this is a friend coming I'm to give me a buy hug. The fuck out of this coffee. Yeah. And so, no, no, you're not. It does look good though. Um, Do you want to sip? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> so Do then, you for sip him to African nectar. He had just been joking, not about trans people, but discussing it in his way that only he can. Right. And that's the quote that people Genius. are immediately going to. Mm-hmm. I think you imagine the shock right. that's going. He, he got knocked the fuck over. That would be like Gary. Yeah. Running in here right now and doing it to you. You yeah. would be fucking shocked. For the next thirty seconds, what came out of my mouth would not be necessarily something that I'd remember. Right. And then even after that. He managed to make it kind of a funny joke pertinent to right. the whole hour that nobody right. heard before that quote. It's like, I was when I was in like, I think it was fifth grade, I was sitting in my desk in class and there was a kid sitting next to me. And his name was Wilbur. Fucked from birth. <laughs> so he's sitting next to me. Now, is he a Will or a Bert or a full Wilbur? I think he went by Will. 
Yeah. Or Willie, something like that. Probably Willie because, you know, it's the Northeast and everybody has to add an I or an E or a Y to the end of their name. Um, but yeah. we're, we're, Rosie. We're, we're sitting there, Rosie. Polly. It's better than Rose. Billy. 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 It's, um, we're sitting in class, and uh, he keeps fighting, and it was kind of funny. I mean, I had no problem with it. What a terrorist. Yeah, he was, but then he looked at me, and he fought, and he went, uh-oh. <laughs> and I was like, uh-oh. what did you just say, uh-oh? He's yeah. like, I gotta go. There's a little, and so he, he gets up. There's a little gravel in this He load. just walks out of the class. This is, and this is a, this is not college. Yeah. Is, you have to raise your hand, man, please use the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. He just scurries out of here, and I, like, incidentally... Did the worst thing that could have happened to this kid. She's like, where's he going? I'm like, I think he pooped his pants. <laughs> so he's the pants pooper for so the rest of his... For the rest of his... Oh, you got to move out of state. Oh, no, he graduated uh, from that same high school. Uh, from the same town. I yeah. Think. And uh, he never came back to class. I guess he went to the bathroom. He went to the nurse, told her what happened. He, got, he went home. And uh, the next day, everyone was laughing. And he's like, why is everybody laughing? And I'm like, I might have told him that you pooped your pants. He was like, oh. He didn't even care. He's like, well, I did. Yeah, he was like, whatever. There were, like, there were like uh, five <laughs> of us. I'm just like, yeah. fucking Wilbur. Yeah. Our neighborhood had a Vons and then a, a theater. That was Mo- the best. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Troubles to brew. In a, a movie theater, right? So it's just all <laughs> like within a mile. So so it was like five of us on a summer day. And we, we meet up to Vons to buy candy there. Right. To sneak into the movies. In our giant 1990s flannels when it's like 90 degrees outside, you know. Stata jackets. They're like, uh, these grungers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's for sweating our balls off, <laughs> yeah. but come on, man, candy. I'm not, Are you boys on meth? I'm not meth. paying movie theater prices for these fucking <laughs> right. Mike and Ike's. Right, 15 bucks for a box of Raisinets yeah. and a fucking 12. Yeah, <laughs> the box money. is this big, the bag is that yeah. big, and the yeah. bottom of the box. <laughs> and so, so we're all hanging out at the Vons waiting for... Uh, the fifth guy to join and one of the dudes we're with he's just jangling the jangling the change in his pocket mm-hmm. oh, hey it's a summer day right, you know right. and uh he he rips a fart and then just goes oh <laughs> he goes oh i forgot some money at home i'll be right back and, uh, yeah and, and one of our buddies just looks at me he goes no you didn't no, you didn't. You just shit your pants, didn't you? He's like, no, no, I just forgot. Like, Dude, you shit your pants. We heard it. We saw your face. You, we could hear you jangling change in your... Just admit it. You, you shit your pants. He goes, no, no, no. I uh, I forgot. I had I had an extra 20 and uh, in case I want a hot dog at the theater. I, uh, and then he comes back with different shorts on. We're like, bro. Oh, he never God. admitted. Never. Never. Never to this day. See, that's why you got to. There's, there's two things I want to add to this. Then we're gonna take a break. Then we're gonna come back. We're gonna wrap up. But um, first thing was I was uh, probably like 22, and I uh, or 23, I think. I was was when I was working for the city of Syracuse after college, and I needed to call in sick because my buddy had got tickets to a concert down in um, Saugerties, New York. And I, I, like, we had to go. It was like an all-day festival. I sat on Friday. So I'm like, I got to call out of work. And I'd only been working there for like three weeks. So I'm like, dude, I'm like, I don't know if I can pull this off. He's like, just call. Just tell him you're sick or something. So I call. I'm talking to, to um, the HR lady. Not the awesome one. Like that, the <laughs> Manoli. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a different HR lady. I'm talking to her. I'm like, hey, I'm like, I'm, uh, I'm not going to be able to come in today. And she's like, oh, why? What's wrong? And I'm like, I'm out. My buddy goes, Dope sick. I'm like dope sick. I'm like oh, <laughs> bad, bad right. assist. Wild God. And so I'm just like, she's like did you say dope sick? I'm like, no, I, I, I feel sick. And she's like, oh 
okay. All right. So we'll she goes, come talk, come talk to me on Monday. Yeah. So I go to the festival. I get fucking wasted for three days. Dope sick. Show up Monday. Look dope sick. Yeah. Look like, dude, I was in rough shape. I go into her office and she's like, I'm a little concerned. And I'm like, why? <laughs> like trying to hold in the vomit. You smell like booze. I still. just puked in my fucking wastebasket at my desk. Oh. Yeah. And so she sends me to a lab to get drug tested. Uh oh. But I was only drinking. You just drinking. So I was good. Yeah. So anyway, well, that you was, were exhibiting uh, yeah. drug right. abuse behavior. I was like, why would you fucking say that? Because why would you say it? Because like, you're, you're so like, because you're on the spot, you're nervous, you don't want to lose your job. Yeah, it's like that movie where uh, he just goes like this. The McLovin guy goes, "Tell her you miss your dope sick. Tell her you miss her whispering eye." Yeah. He's like, "I miss your whispering eye." He goes, "What is that?" He goes, "You said it." <laughs> so that 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 happens, and then um uh when I when I was um working um at at that rest at the restaurant and um well was bartending in Somerville, um I'm behind the bar and I'm like, I gotta get out of here. I, I fucking uh, all my buddies were going down to um, to the Harbor Lights to go see a concert. I wanted to go, so I go up to my boss and I was like, "Hey, I just shit my pants. I don't feel good. I gotta go home." He goes, "Are you going to see Three Eleven and Ben Hopper at the Harbor Lights?" And I'm like, "Me? Yeah." Well, He's I mean, like, if I'm gonna go home, then right. I might as well like. He's clean like, up. "Why would you say you shit your pants? Why would you just ask me if you could go?" And I'm like, "Cause you're an asshole." And he's like, all right, whatever. Yeah, go, fine. (laughs) (laughs) And that was it. What an odd interchange. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, he's the same guy that fucking was like, that just called me up. When I called him, all the girls called out. He's like, fucking fire him. I'm on vacation. Yeah, I like that guy. All right, so we're going to... we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap it up. We're going to talk about Australia. And then we're going to wiggle out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, we're back. Um, Long Loins Firm, the law firm. <laughs> if you like our podcast and you think that you can make your own, you probably can. You just have to believe in yourself. That's what you need to do. You need to do Dave, Dave said last night that when you dream, be willing to be in other people's dreams too. But whoever dreams the most will win the day. That's so creepy. And then that guy ran on stage and said, "This is my dream. It's yeah, a nightmare." Yeah. It's like that. It's like on the episode where uh, or half baked. On my back. My neck and my back. <laughs> oh no, that was from. Um. So yeah, if you want to make a podcast, I recommend using um, Captivate FM by Rebel Radio. They give you your first free week, help you get your first 100 listeners, and they give you all the tools you need to make a creative podcast and a successful one with their podcasting academy. Good. If you like visuals better than audios, go to our YouTube channel, Zombies Podcast Presents Two Sweet Lambruscos. If you want updated shit on our shit, go to Zombies Podcast. Very descriptive. <laughs> that sentence right there was just <laughs> this in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> and if you um, want to listen to our podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify. In all major platforms, including Breaker. Oh. Uh, and we will be back next week. If you have any questions or concerns, unless you're from Buffalo, let us know. <laughs> Buffalo's already tried to let us know. I don't like your podcast. You're mean to us. Yeah, I know. You fucking cum bath gravy licking fucks. So, 
Any closing thoughts over there, Sir Longhorns? No, Fucking I, coolest dude on the planet. I just like you a lot, and I'm and I'm glad. I'm glad I got to see you this week. I'm I'm glad that we have a friendship. I like being able to say that I genuinely like somebody, and uh, you're happy to be your friend. You're like one of four. This is what it sounds like when guys get intimate. Yeah. Hey. T Bone. Hey. T Bone. Yeah. All right, we're just wrapping up. Yeah. All right, long ones. No, come on, come on out. Good night, Melbourne, Australia, wherever you are. Keep it real, Perth. Want to come over and say hi real quick, T Bone? Just give me a a wave and give give, go like this to the camera. Go like this. Go. Hey, Buffalo. Hey, Buffalo. (laughs) Yeah. And we're off.